So I just got a haircut. I haven't really fully debuted it yet. It's been like a soft launch on Instagram, not a hard launch, but got a haircut. And as the stylist was trimming my hair, she wasn't trimming much, but I just felt like weight dropping, right? Like it was just a little taper cut, but I felt like the old version of me was kind of falling to the floor and like a new version of me was emerging. So I felt right there in that moment that getting my hair cut was the right thing for me to do, not only for my hair's health, but like going into the next chapter of my life, I felt like I I just shed that old version of me and I was coming into my new version of myself. So it could be because I'm approaching 30 and me personally, I love a good milestone glow up. I love like getting ready for 25, getting ready for 30, 35, et cetera. Like I love a good buildup. So right now approaching 30, I feel like I am in the process of shedding. Like me getting that haircut was sort of like a metaphor for my life. Like I'm not shaving too much off, but definitely shedding some things to to make my life easier, to, to make my life lighter. So as of now, I'm looking at a lot of things in my life that aren't serving me anymore and letting them go because it's necessary. So if you've been feeling heavy and you can't really pinpoint why, then this episode is for you, sis. Keep listening. Welcome back to Be A Better Baddie. This podcast is your ultimate guide to, of course, become a better baddie. As your host, your cheerleader, your coach, teacher, and fellow baddie, I'm going to help you navigate through life's ups and downs as a self-aware baddie. At the end of this episode, after you've listened to everything, I'll leave you with a little homework assignment that'll help you process everything you just received. So as I said, today we're talking about dropping the dead weight. And I have, I guess, three things you can do to drop the dead weight. Three things that are holding you back. That's better. Three things that are holding you back and kind of weighing you down and how to get rid of them. And I I did a lot of like self-therapy, self-coaching writing this episode. It was so good for me. So we're going to start with the first thing you need to do, and it is decluttering. You have too much stuff. Decluttering is the key to happiness. So I found this article that um, did, had the study in it, and the study showed that when people go through the process of decluttering, they feel a sense of freedom and liberation. It's a reclaiming of sense of mastery and control. They feel more competent and efficient. Now, you can find me almost every season reorganizing and decluttering. So this is nothing new to me. This is something that I absolutely love to do. But I feel like this season of decluttering is hitting more differently. So at this point, I'm more aware of like my personal style and what I want to look like and the things that I want in my life. It's not like I'm really in a, I guess, experimental phase anymore, if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, like if an article of clothing does not serve a purpose to me anymore, it needs to go. 
um, if I don't wear it, it needs to go. So this isn't just for clothes and shoes, but I feel like I have so many clothes and shoes. That's the main thing I'm always buying and that's the thing I'm always decluttering. But this literally goes for everything. I went through a mug purge. All my like ugly free mugs I got, I gave those away because I didn't want them. I just didn't want them and I didn't like them. And I know it's a small thing, but I wanted pretty mugs. So I got pretty mugs. Um, old tarnished jewelry should have been gave, but not give that away. I threw that away. So some things you're going to, of course, give away some things you throw away, but old tarnished jewelry that I should have gotten rid of a long time ago, wigs that I didn't like anymore. I, I, I held on to them for so long. Like I had mad wigs because I would buy a new wig. Like when I wear wigs, like consistently, I would get a new one every month and they were just collecting and I knew I wasn't going to wear them again. So I got rid of those, um, makeup that I was holding onto that I didn't wear. Like I truth be told, like I still have some eyeshadow I need to get rid of, but I don't, I don't want to throw it away because it's just like, what if I use it? But it's also expired. So I probably should throw it away. Um, I need to look into that makeup expiration, but I think also another part of me throwing away a lot of the old things I had is me replacing them with more quality things as well. So this is a little tangent, but I want to get rid of like all the, the cheap things I've gotten or just, just tacky maybe even and replace them with a more quality, more mature version of them. Um, Pierre is also purging my dog. He has way too many toys. He's not playing with them anymore because they're not even real toys anymore because he has completely destroyed them. So they, they are gone too. Things had to leave this house and by no means am I a minimalist. Um, like I only wear three shirts and three pants and I have one mug and one plate. I am not a minimalist. I will never be a minimalist. I can't, but I am anti clutter. So when I start to feel like my space is cluttered, my mind is cluttered. When my mind is cluttered, things are not going well for me. So again, if things do not serve you or make you happy, they need to go. But through this process of giving things away and throwing things away, just sorting through different piles, I found that the hardest part was like the emotional attachment I have to items. And it's like me being attached to how I got the item, where I got it from, what happened while I was wearing it. Like me, I am a very big memory person. So that is the hardest part for me. And I won't lie, if there's a good memory attached to it or it's a sentimental value, um, sentimental item, I kept it. I'm not ready to quite get rid of it yet. So some things, they, they still hold on, you know? But it's a process. Um, yeah, don't throw away everything. Let me think. Is there anything else I want to say about decluttering? Definitely don't throw away every single thing because you'll find yourself having to rebuy those same items. So actually think about it. So I did come across this article that had some questions to help you declutter. And the article, of course, is linked in the blog, which I'll link in the show notes. So 
ask yourself is it if it's the best the favorite or necessary so the things you own should be the best your favorite or necessary mind blown think about that um ask yourself is it useful or beautiful so are you actually using it is it beautiful in your house because your house has to be beautiful or your home or your room your space your living area it should be beautiful because that inspires you and then the the question everyone knows ask yourself does it spark joy now this article has a lot of other questions it has like 27 things for you to think about when you're decluttering so definitely go read that but yes get rid of the stuff stuff is weighing you down that's one of the reasons you feel so heavy now the second thing that is making you feel so heavy is holding on to negativity this one this one was yeah this one got me because I used to be a person that held on to negative thoughts and I I remember one time I did it on purpose so quick story with my ex-boyfriend you've heard about it before pretty toxic relationship we got into this argument before it was a really big argument you know like screaming yelling and we were also drunk at this point so i at this point i started to record him and i don't know why i started recording but i was like i'm recording this it was probably just to show him in the morning like how stupid he looked or something but with this video like i held on to it for years and i could never delete it like and it was it was a really bad argument like I'm not going to go into detail about it but I recorded it and I think I needed it as proof that he was a horrible person it was like I was purposefully keeping a negative thought or a negative piece of our relationship to remind me that he was a horrible person or to make me you know believe that you are horrible. You are all horrible, which we, he wasn't all horrible, but holding on to that negative memory always did more harm for me than good. Like it did nothing. So when I finally did, and it was always in the back of my head, like, dang, I have this video. Mind you, I never looked at the video after I recorded it. I never looked at it. I couldn't look at it. Cause it was just like, it was too negative. Um, so I found that the best way to get over all of that was to just delete the video. Like I delete it. So a quote from my research stood out to me and this, I felt like this perfectly summed up my emotions in that moment in time. So the quote is reliving the negative incident and emotions over and over can be upsetting, draining, and frustrating as nothing gets resolved or changes except perhaps that you end up feeling more enraged or hurt. In fact, studies shows that ruminating about an unpleasant event makes it feel like the incident happened much more recently, despite the passage of time. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I really felt like that happened. So any negative feelings or negative thoughts that you feel and you keep ruminating over them in your head, like over and over again, like, you are making that like like a fire like you're are you breathing the, you know what i'm saying you're adding oxygen to the fire you're making it bigger you're keeping it alive like we're doing that to ourselves and it's not good for you so we always hear the term like forgive and forget i think that used to be the name of a talk show 
But forgiving and forgetting is never for the other person's sake. It's literally for you. You cannot hold on to that. You should not. Harboring negativity and negative feelings really can hurt you. And I'm going to go into more detail about like the physical effects of it, like how it can manifest. So some of the things that I felt that helped me release negative feelings and negative thoughts and negative people and events, like just negativity in general, these are the things that helped me to release it. One, accept the fact that it happened. Absolutely nothing can be changed. If you don't accept it, you can't process it and move on from it. It leaves you stuck in that moment of time, just like that quote just said up there, that I, up there, I'm pointing to it. (laughs) But you have to accept the fact that it happened and then release it. You can't keep holding on to it. The second thing that's helped me is being honest and objective about your situation and your role in it. More than likely, you're holding a grudge. You're feeling negative because your feelings were hurt. And I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it until my face is blue and purple to you and to myself. Your feelings aren't facts. Were your feelings hurt? Yes. But be objective about the situation. Maybe recount the facts. Like, honestly recount the facts with a friend that you know can objectively discuss it with you. If that's what you want. But not everyone wants the same thing. And I think the last thing that helps me release negativity is to cultivate empathy. So, like, what if you were in that other person's shoes or... Like, what if you had those similar life experiences? Like, just really put yourself in someone else's shoes and think, how would you have reacted? Or what would you have done in that situation? It's so easy to judge people and hold grudges. But remember, not everyone's equipped with the same toolkit. And everything that's intuitive to you isn't necessarily intuitive to that person, you know? So those are the things that help me forgive and forget I guess so now I want to jump into the effects of holding on to negativity so just living in the past of course presents you prevents prevents so living in the past prevents you from actually enjoying the present moment which you can never get back remember that um there's so many things to remember anyways so the quote that is leading us into this. So forgiveness and acceptance can lead to a more emotionally stable mindset, less stress and healthier well-being. Forgiving and accepting that things are the way they are is good for you. Now, I'm not saying accept any old thing, but you clearly know what I hope. I hope you know what I'm talking about. I'm not saying accept mistreatment, but some of the Effects of holding on to negative feelings can be adverse digestion, cardiovascular, and reproductive health. What? Aggressive behavior and mood disorders such as depression, anxiety, and others. All that can happen to you just because you're holding a grudge against someone. Release those negative feelings because it's weighing you down. It's making you feel like crap. Again, where I got my notes from, it'll be linked in the blog. The last thing you need to let go is feeling the need to be perfect. 
So releasing perfectionism. You'll never be perfect. Your mom will never be perfect. Your dog will never be perfect. Your teachers will never be perfect. No one is and no one ever will be perfect. When I wrote this point down, I was originally thinking about yourself, but, and I'm going to mainly focus on, you know, yourself, but holding other people to certain expectations that you want them to be perfect is harmful as well. So as I'm talking about like how perfectionism hurts you, think about how having those same expectations for other people hurts you as well. So perfectionists, of course, we know they strive to be perfect in every aspect of their life. They they don't want to make mistakes. They don't want to fail because they then view that as a reflection of their existence. And I don't think I'm a perfectionist, but perfectionists tend to tie their worth to their accomplishments and productivity levels. I think that I also tie my worth to that, like how much I've accomplished. And I, I don't know. I'm like, what else? Like, I mean, you're worthy just because you are. But I guess perfectionists don't think they are worthy just because they are. That's the way I'm interpreting that. So how exactly is perfectionism holding you back? It's holding you back because one, you don't want to try new things because you're afraid of failing. It's holding you back because you actually don't really believe in yourself and your capabilities because outside validation is the only thing you see as valid. It's holding you back because you can't even be your authentic self because you want everyone else around you to believe that you are this untouchable force, this perfect specimen but underneath it all you're a person with flaws perfectionism is weighing you down because you can't really be yourself you can't really be a human you can't really enjoy life so think about you holding perfectionist standards for other people all in all here are the things you need to release you know So that you can be the baddie you are. The moral of the story is for you to drop the dead weight that's stopping you from being your full self. Me, I'm finna turn up. I'm dropping the physical, the mental, emotional pounds. I'm finna be light. So all of that, I'm letting it go. Your homework for this week is very simple. You do the same. I hope that this podcast helped you and you can think about, damn, maybe maybe I am holding on to a negative feeling that is hindering me from moving forward in my life or dang maybe I actually do need to like go through a couple drawers this week one drawer a day or maybe it's okay for me to try this new thing and fail at it do it all in all I hope you guys have a beautiful productive week and please don't forget to rate and review this podcast and thank you so much bye guys